Wrench Nation Car Talk. Frank here with you from the 2019 Barrett Jackson auction. There's a lot of losing goodness here. And of course, my co host Susie Sockets is in the house. How are you, Susie? I'm amazing, Frank. How are you, buddy? Well, let, let, you're amazing. You're always amazing. But no. you had a sciatica issue, and we got to tell the story. I got a, yeah, a little. I've had sciatica for three years, but there is a young lady in here in this very room who actually has her acupuncture needles. And so she uh, <laughs> stuck some uh, needles in me. Yeah, we, we talked earlier, and I said, whoa, you got to get my gal Susie. Yeah, you hooked she's, me up, Frank. Um, she actually rides motorcycles, uh, and she's got more miles in a motorcycle as a traveling yeah. natural yeah. medicine. She's actually, starting a, um, she's actually starting a women's riding club. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we, uh, we're just honored to be here and part of Barrett-Jackson, just a smorgasbord of goodness happening here. People from all over the world, which is really cool. And if you guys can do us a favor, um, many of you listen to this show, maybe you're catching us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Get on iTunes, uh, share this out with a friend. Our, our growing show. We had a phenomenal last year, and we're really excited. This is uh, probably our second show bringing the sort of these remote shows. And some of you may say, well, Frank, well, you guys are hanging out in a studio. Well, we want to we get out of the studio, Susie. No, this is live. This is, this is in well, the Well, live center. in the... It'll I mean, be, it, is... People are listening to tape, but it's... So we really thank you for hanging with us on this journey. Um, and if you have any show ideas, we always welcome that. If you're on iTunes, give us a review. But we wanted to bring you some more color right here from the 2019 Barrett-Jackson uh, show. And we talked about the builders and some of the great designers of these uh, wonderful rides, these eclectic rides, some of these uh, just unbelievable classic cars. The 71 Cuda that's out there. In fact, we'll have pictures on Facebook for that. Uh, just painstakingly design, blood, sweat, and tears. You know, we're also talking about two, three, and 4,000 hours behind these builds that are happening. Uh, just incredible. So, But I wanted to dive into a little bit more of the art and the art world of that as it relates to uh, concept and, and uh, also maybe travel over to Europe. I don't know, Barrett. What do you, I mean, do you think Barrett Jackson someday will be in Europe? <laughs> well, Frank, if they are, and if it does, we're going. We're going. That's all we know. I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. So uh, I bring up art. I bring up BMW, and I bring up Europe for a reason. Uh, many of you listening to the show are from all over the EU land, and we have Jeff Dorgay with my BMW. Habit.com. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Frank. Thanks, Susie. You're Good to welcome. see you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, it's pretty cool stuff because uh, before we get into my BMW habit, we know you got a habit. True. Like car people have habits. Yes. Your yes. habit's BMWs. Yes. Like, I mean, is your, is your bed like BMW shaped, that kind of habit? Oh, Not that, that bad. Funny. Not quite that bad. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the BMW um, sort of uh, love affair and just your, your passion for all things BMW, Let's step back in time. Let's go back 10, 15 years uh, as an artist. Talk to us about some of the creativity in the automotive world that you, Jeff, have put out there. Well, I spent a number of years. Um, I started out my life as a photographer in the advertising world. And I was looking for the next thing to do. And I used to, I used to live here in Scottsdale. And I used to come to Barrett-Jackson every year. And I would see the same pictures of automotive art. It was kind of car in front of barn 
car in front of diner, yeah, car that's in the true. car in the rusting to pieces. Nice, but you, know, you right. And I was yeah. always kind of a pop art Andy Warhol kind of guy. So I started doing these big images of Porsche, mostly Porsche, Ducati, Chevrolet, real pop art, real just little tight close-ups, you know, those things on a car that you remember, the way a fender looks between a 67 and a 68, those little differences and nuances. And I was into digital imaging, digital printing. So we were doing these big, you know, six, eight, ten foot prints on watercolor paper. It was it was photography based, but they looked like paintings. Who were some oh, of your neat. I mean that's incredible. I mean that yeah. how did you start in the in the whole art photography? I just jumped in one day. Just, just one. See, yeah. I love that because many of you listening right now, I just you're overthinking it. Yeah, I always no, said, no. I always said this, Susie. You know this, like overplanning kills magic. That's yeah, right. it does. You're right. Just and you know what? You know what? You're a music guy. Eddie Van Halen said once in an interview, he said, "If I can't get it in two takes, I don't do it." You don't do it. Yeah, Susie, you yeah. ever feel like life does that to you? Of course. And I always say, "Go for it." Yeah, just we, go we can't for it. microwave every like push right. the button. Thirty seconds done. Right. Sometimes it's not done. Right. And I think that, as silly as you know, it sounds, we're having fun with it. A lot of that is in the automotive arena. Yeah, um, it was crazy. I went, yeah. I can do that. And so I had a guy that was a landscape photographer, like Ansel Adams kind of guy, but he had no digital experience. He said, you buy the big expensive printer, and I was going to print his stuff and then use the printer to print my stuff. Well, I bought the $25,000 printer. He backed out. Oh, you were stuck. So Man. I got the printer, right? I got to write the check in 30 oh, days. My. So I sold my Mercedes, bought the printer. <laughs> and then wow. I came to Barrett Jackson and everything I did sold. And I was off and running. Now, when that. you say everything sold, tell us about that collection at that time. All the, It was all Porsche stuff. It was okay. all Porsche stuff. How many pieces? With five, six? I seven. think I sold about 100 pieces out here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Wow. I had no idea. You and start building a name. Yeah, well, enough of a name that Porsche sent me a cease and desist, oh. saying I couldn't do that. And so, so we went we went back and forth, and I got a licensing agreement. I was one of the only artists in the world to ever get licensing. Now, that's a win. Yeah, I was expecting you to say, well, yeah, I had no, to go no. back. They had wow. my stuff up on display in Stuttgart at the museum. You know, it was crazy, wow. right? And so I did some work for Seinfeld. I did some work for... Steve Tell us Jobs. about Seinfeld. I mean, did he call you? How did that happen? His that guy called me. His guy called me. Everyone has his guy. His, his the gal. fellow's <laughs> name is uh, Sam Cabiglio. He's All one right. of the coolest car guys you'd ever want to meet. He manages Jerry's fleet. Right. And Sam called me one day and he said, hey, he goes, I need you to do a piece of Jerry's favorite car. And at the time, it was a green 73 911S. So I flew out there to get it done, got the shots done, got the piece done. And I went to deliver it to him on Christmas Eve. Wow. Okay. I get to the airport here in Phoenix. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm supposed to meet Sam at 5. My flight's canceled. You can't mess oh, with Jerry Seinfeld my. like that. No, so, you can't be late. So I throw the art in the <laughs> trunk. My, my, you know, at the time, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to drive this to, oh. I'm not letting him down. Well, so, so I got you... in the car, five and a half hours, drove to L.A., dropped the piece off. And then the ne and then I stayed overnight, drove home Christmas morning, and two days later, I get this call from Sam. He goes, "You gotta hear this," and it's Seinfeld in the background, and he goes, "Where did you get this thing?" Uh -huh. <laughs> and he's that's like, you know. So then I, I did a couple more pieces for him, and he was you. he was a cool guy, but he's the guy that he's actually the guy that influenced me to become a car collector. Yeah. Because he had all these 911s. You know, a lot of guys have a real diverse car collection. Sure. But he had all 356s, 911s. And I said, how come you have so many of the same car? 
And he said, it's the nuance between the models that really turns me on. And, you know, who would have ever thought right. 16 years later, I would be driving five generations of BMWs. And it's the same thing. It's the difference between, you know, I get in my... And it's the subtleties, I, I think, yeah. to the average person. I mean, I, I enjoy BMW. I enjoy Mercedes. But I, I'm, I, I may not see the differences as I do with some of the Americana muscle right. cars. But if you're in that realm, I mean, you, you can really pick that out. Oh, yeah. 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 So with Seinfeld, that was uh, that lifted you up. You delivered. You you didn't let TWA or whoever's out there mess you around. <laughs> Southwest. It was Southwest. Yeah. Well, we love Southwest. Uh, we do too. I fly yeah. them most of the time. But sometimes happens. I'm glad you yeah. weren't in the plane and the, yeah, you know, and something else happened. You wouldn't have delivered it. No, oh, Frank. I know. So Susie, <laughs> you you like art, Susie. You got some. Don't you got some collections at home? Don't you you do. You have some I, I, I don't have car collections. I have other Maybe we can change that. We can There's change a memorabilia uh, pavilion right here. I can start I'm my gonna art buy collection. You. I'm going to start an art collection. I'm saying, Jeff, we, after this interview, we go, we start her something. We'll figure that well, out. I'm going to cool. fire it. I'm going to fire it up again because I miss doing it. Mm -hmm. It's I something I miss. Put doing. me on your list. I want. Yeah. I want one for the garage. I'll send you something. Yeah, yeah. that would be really cool. So. so you were you were doing that, but you also were um, in the audio engineering? No, 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 no. I was I was I was for a living my day job at that point in time. I was writing about digital imaging, cameras. Right. I was writing for a, a Macworld, CNET, Rob Report, all that stuff. Wow. Busy. And but I was always a music guy. So I was always a crazy hi-fi guy too. I always had like way too much hi-fi. Like Bang and Olfsen. Way beyond that. Really? Way, way Give us some names. Way, um oh like you know, Mark Levinson, Macintosh. Um, so you would Cal. review the... You would, right. Okay. So I started working for a magazine, The Absolute Sound, who writes about all these $100,000 speakers, you know, crazy. Did you hear that, Susie? $100,000 cool. yeah. speakers. You guys need to come. You guys you, should do a live show at my place. Well, we are. Oh, we'll set that up. This is what right? automotive yeah. people do. But you can't complain about your, your speakers, okay? Because he's talking... I'll hook you up. Like, who who are customers of $100,000 speakers? People that love music. It's just like uh, car people. Well, I people love music, love but I don't know if I want to spend... <laughs> but I get you. It's high yeah. fidelity. It's yeah. really it's, it's, hearing the whole range. It's just like really high-end cars. You know, it's like you, you can take out, like, say, a Ferrari 458 and an Aston Martin and a Porsche GT3, and they're all really awesome, but they're all really different. Right. Distinct personalities. That's how this stuff is. So I launched a magazine. So from working with artistry. And photography. Photography. Seinfeld. Um there was another one, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs had one of Steve Jobs had one. Now of that's my, another big name. Steve How did you Jobs, get all? I mean, well, a friend of mine used to be Steve Jobs' secretary when Apple started. She was his right hand person for 17 years, and her husband was a Porsche guy. He um, he's departed now, but great yeah. great Porsche guy. And she said she told Steve about what I was doing, and he used to be a Ducati guy. And she said his wife wouldn't let him ride a motorcycle anymore because she didn't want him to get hurt, right? Well, he was, a, he, was so, a, and, and he was responsible for a lot of stuff. He yeah, did one right? Of Steve Jobs. So his assistant... Could you imagine if, we, if that happened yeah. because of your situation, maybe we wouldn't be able to do this situation right here with all yeah. this Apple stuff. Oh, yeah, it's so true. You know? So his assistant called me one day and she goes, you know, she goes, Steve, really, I had done this one Ducati piece. It was just like a giant headlight from a monster. And, I mean, it was, you know, this big, a headlight, right? Right. And she said, Steve really likes that, that, um, that uh, monster headlight that you did. And I said, well, you know, I really like that new MacBook Pro. And she goes, well, you Steve. You traded. Well, no. She, <laughs> said, um, she said, well, he really, Liz. And I said, I said, so Steve Jobs wants me to give him a piece of art. 
And she goes, well, yeah, kind of. And, and I said, you know what? Apple made my life. What the hell? So I was supposed to get to meet him. I drove all the way down there to drop it off. He couldn't make it. I dropped the piece off, and I got a really nice letter from him. Oh. No, that's cool. So that was pretty awesome. I mean, as artists, yeah, you musicians, know. creators, to yeah. to sort of share the message, and whether I mean, it doesn't have to be just a big name individual, but, but it was still cool. An audience of cool. one or an audience of a million, yeah. as artists and creators. I mean, it doesn't matter as long as we're sharing, and that's really cool. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Wrench Nation Car Talk, we've got. Uh, pretty interesting fellow, Jeff Dorgay, mybmwhabit.com. We are going to cover uh, more in next segment. Going to kind of segue, what is this My BMW Habit? Uh, until then, Frank and Susie here at the 2019 Barrett-Jackson Wrench Nation. Stay tuned. Okay. Okay. We'll stop it just for a Three, two, Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Frank and Susie with you guys. We always enjoy hanging out with you guys every week. Uh, iTunes, if you're catching this on the uh, iTunes or Google Play, any of your podcast players, really, really are grateful. You guys, if you can, we're told, give us a review. Hate us, love us, leave it, whatever. But more importantly, even if you give us a bad review, we want to get better. We want to know what show topic idea you have. Mm -hmm. This is family. You guys know that. And, of course, if you're catching this on uh, KFNX uh, Radio Outlet, AM station in Phoenix. We appreciate you guys hanging. We're honored. You know, we're hanging. Uh, 2019 Barrett Jackson. Uh, we've got Jeff Dorgay. Uh, talked about uh, a phenomenal uh, art artist's career. You're still doing it a bit, Jeff. Gonna welcome start back. Again. Gonna start yeah. Again. But we want to dive into something with uh, just over, what, 30,000 uh, fans? 40,000. 40,000 on uh, my BMW habit. Uh, dot com. And if you're listening to this right now on Facebook, you guys rock. We love Jeff. He was a good he was a good person to interview. I'm just telling you right now. But we're gonna dive in even deeper. Tell us why you just transitioned sort of hi-fi stereo reviewing, uh, art world, Seinfeld, Steve Jobs, BMW. Why BMW? You know, I've owned everything. I've owned Porsches, Mercedes, you know, but Part of, a big part of owning a car, I think, is support. And when I lived in Phoenix here, we had some, I had some really good support, good independent Porsche garages here and stuff. There wasn't much of that where I live. So I kind of fell into BMW as always my next choice. Mm -hmm. And where I live now, my dealer, BMW Portland, I'd like to shout sure, out for yeah. BMW yeah, Portland, yeah. greatest guys in the world. And then I've got two really good independent guys, too. So so the support. You're saying you were gravitated to BMW because it seemed to be more of a community of support yeah. in fixing the car right and things like that? And a good good support group. The club is real strong the there. The culture so behind it, yeah. The culture. There's always mm -hmm. somebody there that's got a spare part or this or that. You know, it's a little younger group than the Porsche guys. Keeps you young. You know, the, the barrier to entry You're not is drift racing, lower. are you? No, but I'd love to. All right, well, I we got we, we got some stuff coming up. Uh, so, yeah, I would love racing, to. But but yeah, that was really it, and it just it it, it really started out. I was I was driving an X1, and um, a, a really another good not this fellow, but a really good yeah. friend of mine I found out had cancer. Oh, wow. and I was I was I was on my way. I used to drop my wife off to work on Saturday, so she wouldn't leave the car in the parking lot and get Dordings in it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> see, <laughs> right? And, That's um, your baby, Protect right? The baby. And so I I dropped her off in my my sales guy at BMW Portland was a big music guy, so I would always just go in on a Saturday and talk to him about music. So I went in to see Ian, 
and here's this red Z4 on the on the showroom. He goes, mate, you need that. You need this car, mate. You know, and I said, well, and so I sent the picture to Pam at work. She said, you know what? Your best friend just got cancer yesterday. She goes, buy the car. Sure. Okay. Live. So get this. Mm-hmm. Celebrate life with a I BMW. I buy the car. I walk out the door with the new red Z4, top down. It's a nice sunny day in the Northwest. I drive over the bridge. I live in Vancouver, Washington, which nice. is five miles into the state. I go to Panda Express, eat my lunch. I get my fortune cookie, and I'm not kidding you. I've saved the fortune. Was it in German? No. I, no, no. Better. I crack open my fortune cookie, and it says, buy the red car. No. Yes. Do you still have this? Yeah, I do. I do. It's on my page. Wow. I mean, no it's so often way. it says, and it was so funny because the kid behind the counter had an old BMW. That's crazy. And we start talking about cars, and he goes, dude, where did you get this car? And I said, I just bought it like five minutes ago. So follow your fortune cookie, people. But I have had millions of fortune cookies in my life, and I have never heard of a fortune such as You're scaring me, Jeff. Like, it's normally, my wife's into the fortune cookie thing. But when I get one of those things, I I don't really pay attention. But now, so you bought this uh, this Roadster. Bought the Z4, loved the car. So then my girlfriend at the, my wife was my girlfriend at the time. All right. We were going to get married. And I said, hey, I said, do you want a, do you want a big wedding engagement ring or do you want a cool car? Did you open a fortune cookie to find the answer? No, 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 no. He's got a whole collection of fortune cookies. (laughs) I've saved them. I've saved them. But, you know, so I said, do you want it? Do you want a cool car or do you want a diamond ring? She said, you know, she goes at our age. She goes, I'd rather have a cool car. So I bought her a really nice 128 convertible, black, all black, sparkly. Her nickname is the, she's the sparkly princess Barbie. So, um, (laughs) right. So now we had a couple of them. And uh, then one thing led to another, and I bought another one, and I bought another one. And so let me ask you, with a collection of BMWs, how do you decide for which one you're going to drive that day? It depends on the day, you know? I mean, it depends. well, it depends on Northwest. depends on if it's a sunny day with the convertible thing. Sure, yeah. Um, but, you know, a lot of days, I'll drive six or seven cars in the course Your of the neighbors, day. Your uh, neighbors, what do they, they think of you? They used to think I sold drugs. Oh, and, my God. And, and which is really crazy because, uh, you know, a bunch of my friends drive BMWs. So three or four buddies will come over on a Saturday, and there's all these cars, and they're going, what the hell, you know, what's going on? And so finally, to get the neighbors off my case, one of the neighbors, she goes, she goes, why do you have all these BMWs? And I said, well, I work for BMW. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, she was happy. So that kind of threw them off yeah. the scent, you know. Yep. And uh, This, uh, not quite the addition, but... With a with a volume amount of BMWs, like I understand two or three, and I want to dive into this. <laughs> Four or five. What's the total? How many? Twelve. I have twelve. Twelve. Like when you were at number seven and number eight, you didn't get tired of. Like, no, no. I didn't think it. I thought it was going to kind of level out, but then again, and they're all drivable. Oh, they're all in good shape. Hence. Yeah. MyBMWHabit.com. Well, my, you can't have a habit if you're not well, engaging in it. Well, my, my, my 83 320i was the first BMW I ever owned when I lived here. So when I picked that up, that was kind of cool. And that was going to be, you know, people have therapy dogs. Yeah. I have a therapy car. Yep. Okay. My 320i is kind of, it, it runs, but it needs work. So that's, and, and my wife said, she goes, well, when is it going to be done? And I said, it's not about being done. I said, when I'm done working, I go out and I wrench my car a little That's bit. That's therapy. Do you find that? Really, Do you I, find that? I mean, in, yes. In, yeah. I love that. 
You know, it's like, no. yeah, I put a put a new this on, I put a new that on, I clean. You get stressed up. out if the wife says, "Hey, can you stop that and fix the toilet?" Right? No, you know, she's really cool about it. Well, okay. You know what did it for is her? Is she a car she enthusiast? Cool. And I will say this: kudos to your wife for actually giving you that answer when you asked her when you showed her the picture of the car. Yeah. Because many wives would do that whole, "Well, can we afford it? We can't afford it." No, you don't my need wife it. is awesome. I mean, not that this hasn't take cost me a couple trips to Louis Vuitton. In exchange, oh. but, but you got to no. keep the peace, man. right? That's right. No, that's only fair, though. That's only fair, you know. And but so, where do you park these uh, vehicles? Most of them, I have a pretty good sized garage, and then I have some storage <laughs> relatively close by, about five minutes close by. All right. Okay. Um, neighbors say, "Hey, can we borrow that one?" No, never. What's get your anybody. policy? My grandfather used to, who ran a body shop. My grandfather used to say, "Never let anybody buy your tools." Your car, your wife, or your underwear. Oh. So there you go. There you go. Now, do you have a favorite? You know, they're all fun for different reasons. Mm-hmm. They all serve a specific purpose. Yep. The car I want is over on the over on the ready to go on the auction. It's uh, I can't remember what year, but it's a it's a Z8 Alpina. Okay. That, that's the car. If if you gave me a blank check and said you could have any car you wanted, be a Z8. That's wow. that's the okay. right. Okay, Frank, give him a blank check. <laughs> blank check. I didn't bring any easy. checks, uh, <laughs> but I did bring some plastic because we are here. Yeah. Uh, 2019 Barrett Jackson, uh, a privilege and honored to be part of. This whole event, in fact, we had uh, Craig Jackson on uh, last show or a few shows back. If you get on to WrenchNation.tv uh, or iTunes, you can catch the show. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to our sponsors, uh, Parts Authority. Uh, we do business in the garage with folks that we do business with mm-hmm. as far as uh, business here on Wrench Nation. So Parts Authority, they are amazing when it comes to uh, quality parts. You know, We talk about that a lot in the garage, Susie. We do. The worst thing we can have is two things. Parts not delivered on time and the part quality, it makes us all look bad. So I invite you, check out partsauthority.com. As well as, listen, if you're going into a garage and you're getting an inspection on a vehicle and you get that yellow memo pad of the inspection with chicken scratch and you're like, what are they telling me? Get with the program. Go digital. Automotive technicians will inspect your car by way of a tablet. They'll take pictures and all that. And we use uh, bolt-on technology, bolt-on technology in the garage. So if you own a garage, uh, or for that matter, if you have a mechanic that uh, you love, he's your local rock star, tell them about the digital era of the inspection, boltontechnology.com. Of course, we're rejoined with uh, Jeff Dorgay, with my co-host Susie. Jeff, you you, um, continued with, uh, you know, car number 9, 10, 11, What's the future look like? Are you going to keep going with the BMWs or just going to love what you have so far? Um, I'm really close, you know, because every now and then my wife will say, is this it? And I said, I don't know. You know, and then something again, Jay Leno said once, you don't find the cars, the cars find you. That's right. And that's kind of how it that's how it's progressed. I knew there were some things on the list that I really wanted and they just happened to pop up. So I may get rid of a couple things, acquire a couple of different things. Um, you're open, but you're not going to force it. No, if it yeah. happens, it happens. Right. It's, I'm kind of letting it see where it goes. What kind of shows are you doing? Um, and then if you are, do you just bring one or do you have a bunch of people that you gather that can bring? And, nah, and I just no. I do the local meets and stuff. I usually nice. just drive something Keep different all the time. Yeah, yeah, you're not trying yeah. to get fancy. Yeah, usually, I like usually I just drive my little 82 320i. You know, nice. rather you than go. be the guy that's, you know, whatever. And nothing I have is that exotic. I mean, yeah. I have a lot but of... But you have a collection of BMWs. Yeah. You have, you have over BMW 12. Habit. I'm kind of a Roadster guy. I mean, I've got a Z4 Coupe, Z4 Roadster, yeah. Z3 Coupe, Z3 Roadster. I kind of like the little cars because I grew up with golf, Golfs and... Sure, little yeah. little yeah, no, VWs, the Sprechen Sie Deutsches. That's yeah. what I thought was funny. 
I wanna, one of the questions I was going to ask you was, do you name your cars? And no, then you just one. Oh, Gumby. Gumby. Okay, but you just showed us a picture of the keychains, right? With that, uh, that's attached to. But each those car. were symbolic characters. Yeah, they're all kind of symbolic of each car. Just so to keep it, just you so you know, guys listening, Jeff Dorgay, my BMW habit, of course, on Facebook and the com. When you own that many BMWs, you just name one, but you have key. Chain symbol car. Tell us about the. They're all Lego Star Wars characters. I love it. <laughs> no, I think it's great because I refuse to grow up. You know, and I, I love it. That's. I, cool. I think I've seen the Lego movie. I don't know, like seven times. Friend of mine's little kid. He goes, I've seen the Lego movie twice. He goes, How many times have you seen it? I said seven. He's like, <laughs> Mr. Oh. Jeff. <laughs> you know. So. Well, I got to tell you, um, why did you throw yourself in? I mean, it's one thing to have a great collection you love, you admire its passion, its therapy, you can enjoy it. But you slowly evolved into this mybmwhabit.com and, of course, Facebook. You struck a nerve with other folks that are like-minded. Tell us what you're doing about uh, sharing that experience there. Well, it it came from my day job, writing about audio, writing about high-end audio at uh, tonepublications.com. You know, check us out. But we found out that our readers were all 25 to 55 and whenever we asked them, what else are you into? It was always cars, motorcycles, watches, you know, this Barrett-Jackson audience, this luxury goods world. Sure. So I thought, well, I've got 300,000 people. Why don't I leverage this audience and do what I did with Hi-Fi and bring it to cars? And that's how it started. What do you find as a common um, maybe question, concern, or need for help uh, under Facebook, what's the common sentiment? People looking for a good mechanic or looking for ways to fix it themselves? It's a little bit of both. You know, some people are looking for that. Some guys are looking for direction. You know, hey, should I get these rims or should I get, you know, which... So co- you've assembled a community that can help each other out. Yeah, which, which yeah. you know, which coilover should I put on this car? You know, that kind of thing. And then, you know, you get the guys that they just want to argue. You know, your thing sucks. Well, go away. Well, you're I not, think that's... A- I mean, sometimes... With I don't know, I, car you know, we car people can kind of I don't know about nasty, but they can there's be, some though. there's some competition. Yeah, yeah, I think there's competition. But if they both showed up in the same room at a swap meet or whatever, they probably hand bump boom. Yeah, bang. if we yeah. all like cars, it's all okay. We get We've passionate to the point where yeah, that little Volkswagen Jetta, I got the Touareg. <laughs> I don't know that Jetta, the, you know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm much more of a, if you're into it and you enjoy it, we have more in common than we don't have in common. Talk about the maintenance on these cars. What do you find is one of the things that, for a BMW, that you really have to be proactive for? Gaskets. Gaskets and cooling systems. The, the oil Now, pan- you say you're talking about oil gaskets, not like the training oil, pan. Yeah. The oil pan gasket and the oil filter housing gasket. Adapter. Those- Almost, adapter to block yeah. O-rings almost, gaskets. Yeah, yeah, almost any BMW that's got more than about 40K on it, you're going to have to fix that. Well, we see a lot of the, um, in fact, here in Arizona, Chandler, specifically suburb of uh, uh, Phoenix uh, with Desert Car here, you know, our garage of Chandler. We preach, man, plastic components on all your Get rid of it. Even some of the domestics. Yep. It's, you got to stay proactive um, because it'll leave you, I mean, in 120 degrees... It takes nothing. So, yeah. And you're saying mileage-wise, forty to sixty thousand. Forty to sixty. Yeah, that's and then about the, what we say. And then yeah. cooling system, you really because they BMW did the plastic impellers and yes. all that on the, the water plastic pumps. Caps we do them on all the, the time. Yeah. You pretty much. Let's six, uh, let's yeah. just kind of recap on okay. the water pump uh, impeller. I think that's important. You know, we we don't do a lot of car tips uh, often on the show, but just so you know, if you have 
an idle situation at a traffic stop and that temperature escalates, you're probably one of two things. One, the cooling fan is not quenching at idle. Right. But two, a notorious problem um, that you're bringing up, Jeff, is the plastic impeller, which is the blade. Think of a fan blade. That separates from the internal body of the pump and you're not circulating and you'll get that temperature. You don't want to cook a BMW motor. No, no. Yeah. So just know about that. Um, You listening that may have... uh, well, any European, really, Volkswagen, BMWs, I would say. All of them. Yeah. You yeah. need to make sure that at about 40, 50K, be really proactive. Um, don't ask for what is leaking. Ask for how can I take care of this before it's a problem? What's the shelf life? What are you seeing as a pattern failure? So any car that you own, I mean, we could step out of BMWs and go into Hondas and say, okay, what's the pattern? Fit? What are you guys seeing in the garage? Yeah, in fluids. Stick to the owner's manual and yeah. fluids. Of course, fluids. fluids. I mean, yeah. what dentist isn't going to tell you to brush your teeth after a cavity? You got to do the same thing. You got to take care of the fluids. Flush well, you know what? Car. Think about it. Why, why don't airplanes fall out of the sky? Because well. they maintain them, right? right? If you maintain your car, it doesn't break. Yeah, it's- yeah. What would you like um, for the folks at uh, your Facebook page and perhaps maybe your email folks, your family there at uh, My BMW Have It? What would you like them to know could be coming for the future for you? Well, we're going to be adding a lot more content. We're going to be adding a lot more how-to content. Um, we've got uh, Rob Siegel, who's known in the BMW community as the hack mechanic. Rob's That's a gonna, big deal. Yeah, Rob's a great guy. Very, yeah. He was my inspiration, too, because he's got 16 cars. Oh, man, we and need Rob on the show, You Susie. need to get Rob. He's a great guy. So we're growing it. We got, so yeah. we went from, what was it, Tony, um, Tony uh, uh, Bortz. Yeah. Forgive me. Mr. Bortz. Yeah. He's a world-renowned concept car collector. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Joe Bortz. Joe Bortz. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Ken Vela used to DJ for one of Joe's nightclubs back in Chicago. Wow. And Joe got into uh, saving, restoring all the old uh, concept cars uh, uh, outside of Detroit now throughout the world. But that's nice. So because that's hand-in-hand if you're going to collaborate with someone that can help you. And just so you know, we'd love to collaborate with you as you well. Bet. We'll just you stay bet. We have a lot of folks that uh, have European vehicles and BMWs and so on. So um, nothing like a collaboration. It's like a Thanksgiving dinner. Pass me the turkey. You got the stuffing. <laughs> Susie's got we the cranberry. We and break Jeff's bread. our friend now. Thank yeah. you. Same here. You yeah, guys have a- to come to the Northwest and hang out with us. We okay. will, man. Hand bump. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you so Thank much. You so Jeff Dorgay, please catch him, uh, mybmwhabit.com uh, and mybmwhabit on Facebook. Always good to meet enthusiasts that do it really for the passion, and sometimes they stop counting and they just keep going. If it feels good, they go. Uh, Frank and Susie, as always, every week, we appreciate you hanging. Susie, any last words? Actually, I just wanted to say, Jeff, you are very engaging. Thank I you. I really enjoyed, we really enjoyed interviewing you today. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for having me on such short notice. I really... I really well, we don't, we're not, we're not, we don't plan a lot here. No, I mean, we, we go to, we plan the big, you know, we plan to come to these we events. We bring the equipment. We bring the equipment <laughs> and we find the people. There you go. We find the people. So we hope you enjoyed that uh, as uh, we do and we'll bring you some more shows. If you're catching this on the replay somewhere on a podcast or perhaps on Facebook, uh, please share this with a friend and you can find uh, old shows, uh, many shows that we've got. I think uh, over 140 shows, uh, wrenchnation.tv. Thanks for hanging every week. As I say every week, be safe. Hug each other. Never forget to hug a mechanic.